like nostalgic. Movie review. Nerdy. Married man. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. We are new nostalgic. I'm David. And I'm Steven. And today we are doing a remake versus original. Yes. And looking at The Incredible Journey versus Homeward Bound. The Incredible Journey was made in 1963. It's rated G, and it's an hour and 20 minutes. The synopsis is uh, the story of three pets, a cat, and two dogs who lose their owners when they are all on vacation. Can they find their way home? And this movie stars uh, Emil Genist, John Draney, Tommy Tweed, and Sandra Scott. All right. And Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, was released in 1993. It's rated G as well. It's an hour and 24 minutes. Um, the synopsis for that movie is a fun-loving American bulldog pup, a hilarious Himalayan cat, and a wise old golden retriever embark on a long trek through the rugged wilderness of the Sierra Nevada mountains in a quest to reach home and find their beloved owners. And this one stars Michael J. Fox, Sally Field, Don Adler. Yeah, they have Chance and Sassy. I don't see Shadow's voice actor. Uh, Don Amechi. I absolutely love the casting for the second one just because it's people we know more. Michael J. Fox is an incredible voice actor, done a ton of stuff. And then I didn't realize at first that Sally Field is actually uh, Aunt May in the Amazing Spider-Man series. (laughs) So Sassy is Aunt May, and that makes just way too amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the original, um, though there's... uh, you know, a lot less uh, actors in it, mainly because the original kind of flows more. It feels like a uh, a nature documentary, which yes. is not necessarily a bad thing. But the main voice you hear the whole movie is the narrator. And he, like, talks to us and helps us understand the emotions of the animals um, and help them get through this journey. But you never really hear the thoughts of the original animals Whereas in the remake, you know, that's what it is. It's a different kind of way of storytelling. Which I definitely love the storytelling a lot more. And I just think it brings so much more life to it. Having the actual animals have voices. Especially if you watch Homeward Bound before watching Incredible Journey. Watching it just as a narrator feels so bland and monotone. And the guy doesn't really have much emphasis in his voice at all. So it very much sounds like a nature documentary, like you said. Yeah. Man, the voice acting, though, is so pure and so life-giving and so amazing. And you just like, yep, that's exactly what these animals are thinking and saying right now. And this is exactly how this animal would sound. <laughs> well, and not only that, but, like, the... I mean, it's the remake's in 93, but it has that, like, 90s live-action Disney movie vibe. Yeah. Like, all of those 90s movies did. And uh, one thing I think they did well on top of the voice acting was the the way that it was shot and the way they caught the animals faces and facial movements and their reactions that work so well with the voice acting and the storytelling going on. It actually feels like those animals are actually thinking or saying those mm-hmm. things because the movements just go with the voice acting. I don't, I don't know how they did the training and stuff. They must've had great animal handlers, but it was just done so well. Oh, they—they they, all three animals practiced their roles for seven weeks before filming began. Wow, <laughs> that's insane. Which is, I mean, I guess why it feels more like a 
you know, a, a different type of storytelling. Whereas the original, I mean, they did a lot of shots and stuff, but it, the remake feels like it is going with each animal. Whereas the original, you know, it does have that pulled back camera angle vibe where it's mm-hmm. uh, almost like you're the person behind the camera observing this story happening. Whereas in the remake, you feel like you're in the story with them. Yeah, for sure. This is actually based off of true events as well. I want to point out and was made into a book before it was made into the movie. And then yeah, remade twice now. Yeah. The book was in a uh, 1961 and then yeah, just a couple years later, I saw something about how at the time that this movie was made, uh, Walt Disney was a huge fan of like documentary style things and they really wanted to do something like this. And they actually found a documentary crew and hired them on the spot so that they can do this. And that's why it just feels so authentic. And I don't know, it's it's beautifully shot movie. Yeah. Well, and every single animal in both of these movies are real. And that's what's also really amazing. Like the bears, the porcupines, the mountain lions, the owls, the skunks, everything. And in the uh, original one, a lot of the shots of like the animals chasing, like the bunny rabbit hunting scene is really incredible to watch in the original because it's actually a dog chasing a bunny. Um, whereas it's a little bit like more set up and showing like POV perspectives in the remake for more comedy effect of like, oh, I can't catch it. I miss it. Ah. <laughs> and, uh, that's what I was wondering about. Like both movies, I had a question of like, how did they get so many dangerous shots? Which I can understand the remake. They probably had a bunch of like trained animal handlers and stuff, especially like for the bear. Yeah. Um, but in the re- the original, you know, they probably also had some sort of trained specialist on scene. But some of those shots, it's like, how did you get these dangerous shots? Not only with the porcupine or with the bear, but even like when the cat is in the river and a lot of these shots are just, it's so heart wrenching. It breaks your heart. Yeah. Just watching this cat go through these rapids. It's like, how did you get those shots? Yeah, no, it's, it's seriously a lot of the cinematography. Honestly, the cinematography in both movies is pretty good. I really love the cinematography for the remake though, especially just because they had a lot more technology to get better shots. Um, and it's very noticeable. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, moving on a little bit, um, kind of the beginning story of this is that we have a, a family that's like newly together. And in this one, there's only two kids and the, the remake is three kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I didn't really realize that cause I was paying more attention to the animals. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, family gets together. They're taking a big trip. They ask one of their family friends to watch the animals for a month while they're gone um they take the animals over there the kids don't want to leave the animals they're really sad and in both stories the animal handler friend has to go on a vacation or has to go do something in the remake she leaves for a day to go take some horses to a show and then come back in the original he leaves for like a three-week duck hunt (laughs) and i'm like wait you're gonna be gone for most of the time you're watching the why did you agree to watch the animals he he actually left the day that the owners were coming to pick up the animals so they were supposed to only be alone for a couple hours so he left to go hunting and that was the same day that the owners were coming to pick up the animals so they were only going to be left alone for a few hours no in the original 
I thought that wasn't the owners that were coming back that next day. It was the other people that he was going to have watch them while he was gone on his hunt, like his neighbors. Oh, those are, I thought those were the owners. No, were those I'm, the I'm pretty sure those were the neighbors. Well, either way, it was. It all happened within a couple hours span that the animals were alone. There was supposed to be someone coming. Um, it actually says later on in the movie that he was gone for three full weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But there was supposed to be someone there that day yes. he left. Yes. There was someone on the way. Yeah. That's what I'm that's the point I'm trying to make. But yeah, which it's still even kind of ridiculous. Like why offer to watch someone's pets that they're gonna be gone for a month if you're gonna be gone for three weeks of that month. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. But yeah, then the dogs get lonely and decide, hey, I'm going to try to find my family. This feels wrong. Why are we left alone? We're abandoned. Let's go trek through the country and over this mountaintop to get back home. And um, it's interesting because these movies switch who the leader is in the, the remake in the original. How so? Well, because um, in the original, the young one is the retriever this time. And the terrier is actually the older one. Whereas yeah. Chance is the young one in the re- new one. And the retriever is the old one in the new one. Oh, okay. That's gotcha. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like they just switch. And the the cat's a male in the first one and a female in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I mean both both stories are essentially the same exact story just um you know narrator versus t- animals talking. But mm-hmm. one thing that frustrates me about when the caretaker leaves is they 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 both leave notes behind. Yep. And in, in the original, I kind of give it more leeway because there's, you know, two two little note cards that have this long note explaining what's going on and how to take care of the dogs. Yeah. And one of the pieces of paper falls into the fireplace, right? So I can understand miscommunication happening there. Yeah. But in the in the remake, the one the two note cards, one note card falls onto the floor of this barn and then just sits there. Uh-huh. Like it didn't get like kicked around or destroyed. It's just on the floor, and the person coming to check up didn't look down for some reason. So like the the person coming to check on the animals only got the yeah. first part of the note, you know, or the second part. And it made it but... seem with both second parts of the notes, it made it seem like for some reason they ended up taking the animals with them. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, it's a really cool story watching these animals leave and they instinctually are just trying to get home. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think the remake of course does it better, but I think both handle it really well. Uh, and they follow along the same story beats. The animals kind of are protecting each other, but at the same time, they kind of think they know what's best and want to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love like, there's a lot more uh setup in the remake as well that I really liked a lot more connection you have with the kids, with the animals and the reason for their move. And there's just a lot more storytelling with that. And I love just even some of the amazingly small things at the beginning of the movie. Like Chance is trying to get food at this party that they're all having after the wedding and just begging for it. No one's giving his food. And then Sass is like, I can get food by acting like I don't want any. And he's like, that's stupid. And she's like, I'll prove it. He says, I know that you're stupid. You don't have to prove it. And then uh, she proves it. And he... (laughs) She's like, see, that's why I say cats rule and dogs drool. 
<laughs> and then Chance is like, oh, get a life or nine of them. <laughs> There's just so many like small dialogue things that are just so funny. I like how uh, they follow like the mannerisms of the dogs. Like when you first meet Chance, he's in the kitchen sniffing for food. Mm-hmm. Then he goes up and he sniffs the, the baker's butt. And he's like, oh, I, I don't remember you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. And what I really love too about the animals having the voices in their remake is that they didn't try to move the lips of the animals at all. I really like that it was just like their thoughts. Yeah. I think it Absolutely. would ruin the film if they had to move their lips with it. It would have the, the CG animal yeah. mouth movement. Oh, uh, it's so bad. That started like towards the end of the nineties, early two thousands yep. with like 102 Dalmatians. And Good Boy and all those other ones. But th- this movie just does so well. And I think, I mean, this gets me on a little thought of uh, Disney, you know, is always has always been making remakes of their movies. Mm-hmm. And I think what Disney needs to start doing is looking back at films like this on how to properly me- remake a movie. Because yeah. this one does it so well from the original to where they changed the formula just enough, but the story is still so impactful. Well, and almost beat for beat, it has everything that the original had, but they just expanded on it without expanding on the time. This only added four minutes to it, but it felt like so much more of a story and so much more was told. So much more was given like backgrounds of the children. So much was given on backgrounds of the family, how the family was trying to find them and locate them. There's just so much more of everything going on with this. That's just, yeah, it's just incredible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I guess with the original, like, I still love the story that it's the same, but it it is definitely not as engaging as the the remake. But, I mean, if you love documentary-style films, and, I mean, Disney has a whole list of them, like a lot of, like, the Disney nature films and stuff, and uh, they have a pretty good one on penguins, but... I feel like if you love that style, I mean, you're going to love the original. And if not, I think you'd still find enjoyment out of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I think the remake is just superior. Yeah. I think the voice acting from these three are just like the most incredible things ever, especially Michael J. Fox. Like there's just, ah, yeah. oh, he is so pure in this movie and it is the height and the best of Michael J. Fox. Like this is, uh, before even like Stuart Little and stuff like that, where he started doing other voice acting, and uh, I just I love it. Well, and I I really like the voice acting because it shows how distinct each of the animals' personalities are, and just how well it is. But like each one's different, and each one has their own little quirks, and I just think it works. Well, and it's awesome too because like some of the dialogue and stuff. So after filming the movie they added some dialogue after watching the footage of the dogs so like there's that one scene where uh they're all running and chance like slips into a uh, hole and they actually added the line oh go for a hole (laughs) (laughs) they had a few like mistakes like that where they just kept it in the film where they added something but like Uh there's when uh they first get to the caretaker's place in the remake and chance jumps out of the car and he bashes the youngest kid into the car door. And that was a total accident. The dog was excited and jumped out of the car and just hit the kid into the door. They kept it in. And I laughed so hard. Yeah. I felt bad for the kid, but apparently, uh, you know, of course he wasn't hurt and whatnot. It just scared him. Well, and they, they said chance was an absolute goofball on this scene. Like they said, like as goofy as he was on film, he was, 
10 times worse than that <laughs> as an <laughs> actual dog. So they said it was really, he was the most difficult to deal with for sure. <laughs> Sounds like that would have been still like a little, a lot of fun. to film Oh yeah. <laughs> Everything said it was incredible, which uh, I did have their names here. So Shadow is Ben, Chance is Rattler, and Sassy is Tiki. Aww. Uh, more along uh, the lines of the story, though, um, as they're traveling, they encounter a bunch of different wildlife and a bunch of different uh, circumstances. You know, they're traveling through the woods over mountaintops. So they run into some bears, um, which the bear scenes in both uh, movies are completely different in ways, but like really awesome in the original they uh stumble upon two bear cubs at first and the bear cubs start playing with uh the terrier and starts messing around with it and then sassy comes over and starts like hissing at the bears and like actually like there's like a giant like bear mama bear roaring against a cat hissing and scrambling around on the ground scene that actually is like really entertaining to watch and i'm like wow like i didn't think a cat would like stand up to a bear but it's like it's pretty crazy and pretty intense that's very insane <laughs> the vice versa of that in the uh the remake we have them fishing and sassy's fishing for them and showing them how to fish and the bears stumble upon them at that point and uh i think chance barks away at the baby bears until the mama bear comes and he's like oh i'm not scared of anything and they're like chance run <laughs> there's a giant ass bear behind you <laughs> <laughs> which honestly the cat fishing scene in the original is really like i actually believe that almost that like that cat caught that fish like i think that might have actually been real whereas in the the remake it does seem a little bit more fake like she just swipes once and the fish flies out of the water but in the original it actually like shows the cat like smacking the fish around in the water and then pulling it out and i'm like damn that's that's pretty crazy yeah the way they shot that is great i also like found it funny how it shows them with the fish in front of them before they eat and then the camera turns away and comes back and then there's all of a sudden (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but uh, i think what happens next is probably one of the most gut-wrenching and that's when they're crossing that river yeah and uh, both of them, you know, the cats fall in the river and get taken away, and the dogs think that the cat died because they chase after her and try to find her, and it's just so heartbreaking seeing, like, the mm-hmm. waves crashing down on this cat. Oh, yeah. And I honestly think the remake makes that scene, like, almost more brutal, like, especially, like, afterwards, so that uh, that lonely cabin man, like, finding her, and like, oh my god, you're still alive. Like, whoa, I gotta get you home and like wash you up and get you milk. And it's like, oh my god. <laughs> but I even love that still because like Sassy's still being like her prissy self. She's like, ugh, what kind of milk is this? Oh, this isn't what I normally drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it though. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of them do it pretty well. In the original, it was a, a father and a little girl and his wife find uh yeah tau which i thought it was interesting they have that and then they kind of switch it because later in the remake they find a little girl that got lost in the woods and they help reunite her with her family and then later in the original they find a secluded old man but he's like crazy yeah 
And that was a weird scene, honestly, with that crazy guy. Because he, like, brings all the animals in there, and he he pretends like he's going to feed them and sets up four different tables or plates at his table and starts, like, eating. He's like, well, you guys don't want any, but doesn't, like, put it down in front of them. And then he goes to each seat at the table and starts eating all of their food that he prepared for them as well. He's like, well, I guess... If you're not going to eat it, I'll have to eat it. And I'm like, what is going on? And then just, like, lets them out of the house. I'm like, what is this seed? What does this have to do with it? <laughs> it, it they probably could have done without it. Oh, 100%. When the family uh, saved the cat in the original, I, I do find it funny that the, the father's putting the girl and the cat to bed, and all of a sudden he's, like, this super trained opera singer. <laughs> Who's doing, like, a German lullaby. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's really well done, but I'm like, wow, that, that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like, why does this have a musical scene out of nowhere? <laughs> right. uh, but, yeah, bo- both movies, if you want to just watch a uh, really happy, heart-wrenching film, like, because it'll it'll give you so many emotions. Oh yeah, especially the remake. Like, you have yeah. so many more emotions in that one. I feel like just because the stakes seem more real, it's it's pretty crazy. Like, everything in that movie with that the mountain lion, um, the porcupine, like the getting caught by the pound, like that whole scene in that was just like so much different than him just like running into a like they ran into a hunter yeah. after that in the original. And he, like, takes out the porcupine barbs, and they put him in the barn, and then Sassy gets them out of the barn later that night. But the pound scene is just, like, so much more amazing, because, like, they take him back to the medical room to take out all the porcupine spines, and he's, like, screaming bloody murder, like, ow, ow, it hurts, it hurts, ow, ow, they're killing me, ow, Sassy, Shadow, they're killing me, ow, 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 I need your help. It's, like, Shadow, like, uh, Sassy gets Shadow out of his cage, and then Shadow's, like, jumping up and down in front of the door, like, I don't want to get in there, oh my god, they're killing him, I need to get in there. (laughs) It's just, like, so much more, like, emphasis on everything, just because you're actually, like, hearing every internal thought that they have, like, I'm trying, I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then I think uh, towards the end of the remake is probably what, I mean, got my wife and I the most. Oh, 100%. Which, I mean, the the dog's fine, that he fell through onto a pad, but... Uh, Shadow falls through this wood plank that they're crossing into this like mud pit and he's stuck and he's just so old he can't, he hurts his leg and he can't get up mm-hmm. and it's just so sad But Oh and the animals, the, the wines they do are so perfect, I don't know how they got these animals to just like whine that perfectly for these scenes and like the way Chance actually like goes down into the hole and it's like no you got us all the way up through this we got all through the mountain we fought a mountain lion together we did this we did that we needed to you're not leaving me now we're getting you home and i'm like yes go home just go home (laughs) apparently uh apparently behind the scenes like all chance like chance would go up and down that little mud slope constantly and slip around and play oh okay (laughs) (laughs) well the way they make they voice acted it, it god man it's it's amazing um yeah, and it's kind of gut-wrenching because they, they leave and you you just like, oh, are they really, like, killing off Shadow? Like, oh, my God. And you see, the, like, the, reunite- the reuniting scene in both these movies. In the original, it's very it's very dead. Um, it's very, like, monotone. They're like, 
Oh, and then they randomly heard a noise that they haven't heard in a while. It was the cat Tiki, or Lufa, or whatever. <laughs> the, the cat was Teo. Teo, yeah. And then, oh, and then this happened. And the, the the way the narrator does it, it's just, like, so monotone. Like, there's not a lot of things there. But then in the remake, uh, you first see Chance coming out, and he's sprinting. And he's, like, uh, his uh, owner, Jamie, the youngest kid, is like, Chance! Jamie! Chance! Jamie! And you get that running together scene that you get in a lot of movies that happened in the 90s where they, they're both screaming each other's names and then clash together. And it's just so just amazing and little gets you a little teary-eyed, especially when um, Sassy comes over then, too, and reunites with her owner. And then all of a sudden, like, Peter's sitting there like, oh, no, Chance was too... Or Shadow was too old to make it, wasn't he? Like, oh... That's so sad. And then you see Chance, and he's still like kind of like limping a little bit. And ah, uh, Shadow. Or yeah, Shadow. I don't know. Why I keep messing their names up. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, that that scene is like gut wrenching. I mean, they both play out about the same. Where in the original, it's still the older dog that comes last. But mm. I think the remake plays it out in a more emotional way. Oh yeah. I, I also. Want to say like one of the things I really loved about like some of the things that they talked about too is during like those like the river scene where Sassy is like complaining about going into the water. Um, the dogs are on the other side of the river, and uh, Shadow actually makes a remark where he's like, "Sassy, quit making those noises." And I liked that it was their barks and their meows were just noises and not their actual speech. Their speech to each other was the words that we heard. But when they were, like, barking or meowing, it was just noises, and they acknowledged that to each other, and I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, you don't really see a lot of stories doing that. Usually, you know, the barking in stories where animals talk is what humans hear. Yeah. the animals hear the... Their dialogue. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that they actually differentiated that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that works out pretty well. Uh, it's a different take, but I guess... I don't know, do you have any more thoughts on these movies? Um, I wanted to go over some of my favorite lines from the remake because okay. it has so many freaking great ones. Like, there's a scene um, where Chance is chasing around a bunch of chickens and then runs into a rooster. And then he's like, What the hell is that? It's like the biggest chicken I've ever seen. And he starts like getting scared from it. And the rooster starts coming after him and like flapping all much and like chasing Ch- uh, Chance away. And Chance's like, It's Birdzilla! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll never eat a McNugget again. <laughs> and then, uh, it's so good. It, yeah, it's so fantastic. And then I, I love when, uh, when Sassy does fall from the waterfall and then she wakes up the next day, she's like, was that my sixth life? Ugh. I'll just say it was my fourth. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I love when the dogs are, when they're without Sassy and they don't know how to get food and they're failing at, uh, getting all the bunnies and stuff like that. They have this scene where they're like, do you remember hot dogs? Yeah. Never liked the name though. I don't think they're actually dogs. I don't think they're actually meat. (laughs) I love it when they fall in the dirt. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's things that you feel like a, a dog or a cat would actually say. I love the callback of the catapult scene from early in the movie where yeah chance catapult sassy and then they do the same catapult against the uh mountain lion 
<laughs> and then Shadow's like, Chance, you're a genius. And he's like, I'm not. Wait, what? What's a genius? And he's like, ah, never mind. <laughs> and then like Chance is like talking another time. He's like, oh, it's like this one TV show. And <laughs> Chance or Shadow's like, TV's not real. And he's like, you can't smell it, can you? So it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then I love like during the vet scene, they have that Scooby-Doo hall chase where like they run through different doors and hallways and fashion around. It's just so funny. You get that here, Last kitty, 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 kitty. No, dummy, 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 dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but besides that, like those are just like a lot of the small things that I had that I just really, really loved. They're both great films, and I think not only for kids, but adults as well. Like, no matter what age you are, you're going to enjoy these films. Oh, and I actually, um, the Homer found the remake of it, actually got a sequel even. It's like Return to San Francisco or something like that. Uh, I actually really love that one, too. And it's the same voice actors and everything. Similar story, but different. They're in San Francisco this time, but it's it's... Also really incredible. I absolutely love the sequel to that. I'd, I'd never seen the sequel. I knew there was one, but I guess maybe I'll have to check it out. I was always weary about, you know, Disney sequels. It's actually really incredible. They add a lot a lot more dogs and stuff like that. Um, and they add like a, a, a romance for Chance with a dog named Aww. Delilah. It's it's super. If you like the first or the remake, you'll love the second one too. It's it's amazing. I honestly think it's just as good as the first one. I think it's really just amazing. It's it's a little dumber here and there, but it's so pure still. It's so enjoying. Yeah, you got anything else there? No, I think I'm good on everything. I don't think there's anything too much. I think we talked about pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. Yeah, so uh, that was the original remake of uh, The Incredible Journey. Uh, I definitely recommend both of these movies, yes. so check them out. Um, I not, I don't remember whether they're available on Disney+. Plus. They are. Yeah, all, all, of, all three of the movies are on Disney+, Plus. so the original and both of the remake and its sequel. So go have some fun and, you know, a fun afternoon watch them out. Yes. Well, bye. See you.